Welcome, everybody. Moose Milk Podcast, episode 13. Lucky 13. My boy, Jason Voorhees. Uh, I'm Ryan, waiting for Matthew to join us. We're going to be talking uh, all kinds of uh, goodies about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, episode 3. Which was a great episode, so hopefully you've watched it, because there will be spoilers uh, within, but... Uh, yeah, just Friday night, having a beer, waiting for Matt, and uh, hope everyone is well. I hope uh, this lockdown craze that's going on right now in Ontario, at least, uh, doesn't got you too down. But yeah, um, definitely a very good episode, in my opinion. My dog's gonna bark, because he's crazy. I'm excited to hear what Matt thinks about it because we haven't talked about it. I thought it was an awesome episode. So we'll see what Matt has to say in a minute. But thanks for taking time out to join us. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. Sorry I left you for a minute. Right after we just had that conversation, too. (laughs) About... (laughs) About being in the... Here by... Without... In the beginning. (laughs) All good, buddy. Things. It's hard to talk by yourself. I don't know what to say to people, you know? No, I get it. Especially when you're, like, waiting. Like, when you know the conversation has to start when the other person gets there. Yeah. And then you're like, like oh, okay, we're. I guess we're just going to sit here and wait. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's only so much you can say without, without the other person to bounce off of, you know? Yeah. Hey, How something right off the bat I wanted to jump into before I forget. I forgot about last week that I, I even wrote down, and I still forgot to talk about it. And it was just such a minor little thing. But, like, did you notice at the beginning, right after the Marvel logo, when they started the show, they had, like, the marching band music? Did you notice that that was the song from the uh, first Avengers uh, Captain America, like, USO show montage? Oh, was it? Yeah, they just redid it with, uh, like, a marching band or whatever. But it's pretty cool. I, like, I kind of noticed it. I was like, oh. Kind of like it definitely sounded familiar. I just yeah. I, I didn't pick up on it right away. But yeah, you're you're probably right. I mean that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love the little details they're throwing in within all these little episodes. And Me just too. like callbacks to like little things that you wouldn't have picked up on, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, yeah. So I heard you kinda of say when I kinda of came in here, you said that you liked the episode. It's the best piece of Marvel pick we've gotten since Endgame. Since since what? Endgame. <laughs> I thought you said it's the best piece of Marvel stuff we've gotten since Ant-Man. <laughs> like, Ant-Man. Since Ant-Man, yes. <laughs> no, I, 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 I absolutely adored this episode. I think yeah, this that was is, a great episode. This is exactly what I want out of Marvel. Uh, the action scenes were awesome. I think that was partly because apparently... Uh, the writer of the episode was uh, the John one of the Wick guy from John Wick. Yeah, and the choreography like exactly reminded me of those like violent action films where like that's exactly what I want. That's what I love. I can't yeah. believe they were like okay with showing this on Disney Plus because some too. of it was so violent. I was like, this is awesome. I like when she like stabs the guy in the face and then takes his gun and shoots the other guy in the face. I'm so like, awesome. what the fuck? This is on Disney. Yeah, yeah this. this <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who okayed it, but I'm so happy about it because it was it was dope. 
they're like, this is for kids, motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let your five-year-old watch this. You know, it was just, it was great. Um, we'll get, we'll get into the beat by beat moments of it, but like, yeah, uh, yeah sorry. I kind of just bogarted the whole beginning of this. Sorry. You were asking how it was. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> that's it. I'm good. I'm good. Well, good. Well, that's it. That's about it. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. That was Musical Podcast episode 13. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll see you next week when we talk yeah, about this week's episode. Yeah, that's five minutes long, but uh, that's good. So that's all we needed to know. But it's all good, because I'm good. Woo! <laughs> uh, no, I know. I, I, I mean, I like to start this off, because we haven't really talked all that much this I week. But I always say, that's the thing I love about this, is it's like it's like my guaranteed way to get an hour of time with you. Yeah, well, I mean... For people that don't know, Easter week is a bitch in grocery retail. It's very, very busy. So yeah. leading to Easter this week, I uh, it has been a nightmare. Yeah, so uh, me and Matt haven't really caught up during the week as as we normally, you know, throw a couple texts each other's ways. Yep. Throughout the week, and it just has been a busy week, and I've been pretty burnt out. So, um, yeah. Every anyway, happy Easter to everybody that uh, you know cares about that thing. I personally don't, but it's a day off. It's day off, kind of. Not really. I got to work Sunday night anyway, so. Yeah, I, I mean today though, right? You have a stat. Today? You got an extra day off this week, right? Because of the stat. Yeah, I, I took it last weekend. So. Oh, did you? Yeah, cool, nice. Yeah, I was off today too. It was good. Yeah, that's working good. on shelves. That's what I've been working on. I see that. I saw the emptiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all going to be Ninja Turtles, and then under there are going to be Street Fighter and Power Rangers. I love those uh, those pixelated uh, Ninja Turtles you sent me. They're so cool, eh? Really, really cool. I know. They're really cool. I'm worried they're going to do a Super Shredder, and it's going to make me buy one, because I like I probably couldn't say no to that pixelated Super Shredder, because like, that figure is already cool, so if they gave a pixelated paint job, I'm like, oof. Yeah, I, I would... I would have a hard time not buying that myself. Like, yeah. Super Shredder is so dope, and... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love those first two movies so much. I me too. Like I said last week or the week before or whatever. Like I would love if they got back to that that live action kind of adult, but like kind of a to everybody like style Ninja Turtles movie because it's just so good. I wonder if Eastman and Laird would do it, like the two creators. Yeah, like they I, might want to do a darker take on something like that. Yeah, I mean, but dude, do a darker take then. Go hard yeah. R with it, like. It'd be awesome. well, I think they only have the rights to certain things because they sold everything, right, to Nickelodeon. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, we'll jump into the episode. Like I said earlier, spoilers. We've already spoiled stuff, but you know, spoilers. Don't. If you're here without have... without seeing it, then what do you do? Yeah, that's your own fault. Don't we blame us. Appreciate the view, us. but it seems kind. I don't of want to see an email from Jack Lover sixty nine that says like you ruined the episode. <laughs> for me don't ever talk to me again because <laughs> uh, yeah the opening of the episode like i really thought they're definitely making the new captain america john walker to be like a villain like yeah he's totally clearly out of control yeah like that guy spits in his face and he's like ready to kill the dude and i'm like oh man this guy is gonna lose his marbles at some point yeah. like He's a ticking time bomb ready to go off. It is so badass when he does. Yeah, it's true. It's, uh, yeah, it's funny because did you actually hear what happened to Wyatt Russell? Like no. He actually had to get off 
social media. He's getting like death threats from people about oh, him being back on. in America. Yeah. He actually got got off all social media because he's getting death threats and he's like at first he said like I think he said something like oh it's fun to be Marble's punching bag for a little bit. <laughs> like yeah. like I don't think he like really realizes that like this is probably Well I, I did see an interview with him when they were talking about how um because his dad was obviously in um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, right? Yeah. And um, he was saying, like, how he had basically no familiarity with anything Marvel, like, at all. Like, even despite his dad being in a movie, like, he's like, I don't know anything about Marvel. He's like, when like I got... his dad played, like, this, like, super important character, you know? So I guess... No, but... I mean... The fact is, is like, you know, maybe if your dad was in a movie, you'd be like, oh, I'll check him out. Like, you know, but he's like, yeah, I have no familiarity with the movies. So like he's like going into it, like I had to research the role like a lot and I had no idea what I was getting into sort of thing. So yeah. I saw that. But like, I mean, people giving death threats to anybody over so India is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I agree. So like dumb. the celebrity culture of people like freaking out over celebrities. I just don't understand it. Don't like they're normal people that have more money than I do but like that's it like I, I'll never be the type of person that's like rushing to get some guy's autograph like yeah, I don't either. care it's just a guy or a, a yep. girl or whoever you're fascinated with they're just people man like chill yep. out it's like if it wasn't on this album then I might not even recognize who it was like it's like yeah. that's how irrelevant it is right like, totally like would I like to have like sit down and actually have like a conversation with some celebrities and like actually get to know somebody like sure that'd be interesting as hell but like yeah. is this like thing over like freaking out over people or, or like oh you played a villain and I hate you and I hope you die I'm like I Crazy. can't expect that I don't understand that like me neither that kind of fandom is is not cool. I know it is. It's nuts, man. People are crazy. But yeah, like in my opinion, that kind of says that he's doing a good job. Oh, he's doing his role perfectly, then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like he does. Yeah. He, I think I don't know if you saw the post I posted. I think it was earlier this week where they showed off that Marvel Legends figure, the right. new uh, one of him, and like it looks like him, right? And I on, oh, like, totally, on, yeah. on my story, I kind of like get posted like even i even want to punch this figure in the face because like oh, yeah. he just he i just see him and i'm like god this yeah. guy's a fucking dick yeah. like he i has hate a this guy face. yeah <laughs> I, I i need you but to he doesn't deserve face. he doesn't deserve death threats over it though no of course not he's an actor doing his job <laughs> yeah i um i i actually like like love his role despite like hating his role you know what me i mean too. like me too. it's a villain you love to hate yeah, me, I, I, I'm, I agree. I'm on the same page and, as you are. Yeah, like he's, he's clearly a ticking time bomb, and in the next few episodes, he's gonna go off and murder somebody, and it's yep. gonna be like, um, a, a big, big problem because he's gonna like tell his buddy there to like keep it quiet, and you know, it's, it's gonna be like a government issue, but, um. I, I like where they're going with it. I think it's very interesting. He had a very small role in this episode, but like it was definitely like alluding to what's coming. Yep. I agree. Um, the the Zemo edition, like we kind of talked about last week, how we hoped he's like the third third wheel of this like buddy cop duo, and that's exactly what we got. And it was totally perfect. so fun, so fun. Yes. I love Zemo. I want him in every episode from now on. Like <laughs> it was so yeah. good. He's this season, he's this uh, series, uh, Jimmy Woo. Totally. I would <laughs> I would take a standalone Jimmy Woo's 
series, and I would take a standalone Zemo series. Like, and then they could cross over. Sure, Zemo, Zim, Zemo, Zemo and Woo. And Woo. <laughs> it's called Zemo Woo. Yeah, exactly. Or it's one division with Zemo Woo. They're they're uh, now now couple that uh, are in a television station. Someone's got to mock up a picture of that. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, How funny! I love be? Zemo. Zemo is—he's so good, man. Like, man, when he put on that mask, I was like, yeah. "Fuck yes, that's so, so good." And and just like his little chirps that he would get in at at at, uh, at, at Falcon and, and Winter Soldier and stuff, like, I was like, "Oh my god, this is great!" And yeah. then when they break into Majapur, and uh, they uh, he has to take up like the Winter Soldier mantle again. That and that, sick, fight, man. that fight scene in that bar, I was like, oh my god, like this is awesome. Yep, it's good, man. It's cool to see Bucky, even though it's not like good history for him. It was cool to see him like unhinged like that, right? Oh my god, again, he just went like so off good. the wall, right? Uh, yeah. I, I want to point this out because Stranded just said, I love how they blur and shake the camera when they do John Walker close ups. I didn't actually even notice that, but that's really cool. That is really cool. Yeah, it's cool to see that he's doing that. Do you think he's going after that serum? Because I sure fucking do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's unclear whether he's had the serum. I, I assume he has. I don't has. think he has. Because we, yeah. we haven't really seen him showcase any of that. Like That's what I mean, is they're keeping it very close to the chest if he has. And the like, only thing that's that was questionable question. was when he was kicked off the top of the trailer and he landed on the car and he got up. That I was kind of like, meh. I mean, even if yeah. your armor is like really, your suit's like really well done, I feel like that would be a pretty tough, like... That is where I see this going, is him getting out of control and wanting the serum and almost like um in the Hulk movie when um... Uh, um what's his name? Yeah, uh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Abomination. Abomination when he takes yeah. all the serum, he's like, "Give me it all," and he like just goes nuts with it. Yeah, uh, I can kind of see him doing that kind of style of thing. He becomes like super, you know, Captain America, and he's just mm -hmm. like roided right out. Um, I think that'd be awesome. But yeah, like that that fight scene in that bar, I was like, "This is the Marvel level I want all the time," and I know I we can't stay at that hype level, but like this is exactly what I want. And it was badass. The fight scene was dope. I mean, we got Winter Soldier breaking arms off and stuff. I'm like, oh my god, this is awesome. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's it's really good. It was awesome. The whole episode was great. Sharon Carter was fucking awesome. Oh, Sharon Carter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not only is she like stunningly beautiful, but like this is a badass action scene of that at that part. Like, yeah. I was like. We we get in a Black Window Widow movie. I want a Sharon Carter movie. That'd be sweet. She's I, I love I like that she like like actually like has like cool characteristics. She's not just like a background character who got a line this time. Like it's it's kind of nice no, to and, have and that, right? They made her kind of a dick. Like yeah. <laughs> she got screwed over in, in in the um in Civil War, and she's like pissed off about it. You know, she's yeah. I got stranded out here and nobody gave a shit about me and I helped you guys out and you guys abandoned me. Like, you know, I'm pissed off about it and I haven't spoken to my family in, in six years or whatever because of it, you know? Yeah. I wonder it's, if she was, I wonder if she was blipped out. Well, it didn't really necessarily say either way, but like, no, I know. I just was curious more than, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say she wasn't just because it seems like she built a rapport within that city and you know she's stealing or she's selling you know 
art and stuff yeah. like yeah. in the black market or whatever. And it's like clearly she's built built this like reputation reputation within this like you know city or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. I do want to say before I forgot, like I really think they're building towards Weapon X because really? yeah, because like the way they talked about um, how okay so. After that, during that fight scene with Sharon Carter, they're they're breaking into that lab in the in the in that um, shipping container. Yep. And they're talking to the the scientist that's basically made the new Winter Soldier Noble. or new Super Soldier serum. Doctor Noble. And he goes like, I, I, he was working for the government before the blip, and then after like the blip, they basically weren't interested anymore. To me, that, and I'm just uh, this is just me spitballing. During the blip, I think they got somebody to start the Weapon X program and saying, like, hey, we started this down this path of a super soldier. We want you to take it the next step into, like, building a secret facility and, and figuring this out kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. That'd and, be cool. And then when he came back from the blip, they were like, oh, we don't need you anymore. Like, we've got this under control. So, like, I really think, especially, and I was reading this online, like, I guess uh, Wolverine and Madripoor like have like a whole thing. Madripoor is generally related to X Men in the comics, generally right. speaking. Yeah. So like clearly they're putting our knowledge of yep. the city in for a reason because they are building towards a future X Men thing. Yeah. So to me, like it only makes sense that like yeah, the Weapon X program is going to come up at some point as like a name drop. And we're not we're not going to see Wolverine. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't think we're going to see Wolverine in episode six and go whoa. But like I think they're just they're name dropping these places and these things slowly throughout like the series, drip feeding us. And I think at some point you're going to hear like, oh yeah, the government moved on from the super soldier serum to a Weapon X program or something like that, and they're going to leave it at that. And it's just going to be a you know. A breadcrumb to a future thing, yep. you know. Something else down the line doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be brought up here, right? It can be picked yeah. up anywhere down the line, yeah, yeah. And I'm stoked about that. Like the fact that it, like that could be a realization at some point. I'm like, oh man, that gets me so excited. Yeah, I I I keep waiting for something like to happen where they kind of bring up mutants or something, right? Like I yeah. I feel it's like gonna happen. Start, at some point going they're to. gonna say mutants. Yeah, yeah, I know it's going to. Yeah, I, I, I um, I like how they had to go into character into that city in in Mandarpore there, where they go into the bar and like he's so wearing awesome. he's got the alias and the suit and the yeah. <laughs> what was it, Smiling Tiger or something like that? Yeah, Smiling Tiger. Yeah, that's a yeah. in the comics. That's a new uh, new warriors bad guy, like okay. a villain from the characters. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, my favorite part of that whole thing was when they're running away afterwards, and he's like, I can't run in these heels. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> it's great. Um, you see Strand's comment there, he said Weapon X was always a part of recreating the serum. Wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, would be a great way to introduce it, great theory. Yeah, that's and, what I'm saying. That would be dope. And like, like you said, we don't. it's not even like we need to see Wolverine no. or anybody. They just, to know that that's out there... <laughs> But especially, like, if the U.S. government was behind the, the super soldier serum and all that, and they were, like, you know, maybe, like, a rogue scientist or whatever within the government 
was like, you know, the government doesn't want to produce this serum anymore. I'm going to move up to Canada and start working on this. Yeah. And, and like, that's how they create it. And like, all of a sudden, like, yeah, there's a secret facility up in the North of Canada with the weapon X program is starting. And like, you know, I would love if we got like the building blocks, even like of like a young Wolverine that just, be sick. It, it starts there. Of like, the thing is, see, is, you can't really do a young Wolverine because you would never be able to keep that char- character young over. Like he ages slower too, right? But like, you mean younger in age or younger, like a younger looking? Well, just if like, he was younger like, looking, you'd have to think it's going to take him, you know, fifty years to age twenty years, right? Like he. Right. I'm not saying like necessarily that aspect of it. I'm saying like we get a Wolverine at the beginning of Weapon X. Like oh, we I get see what that. you're saying. I see what you're saying. So like, yeah, inexperienced, like, like right? Like yeah, we yeah. get the very beginnings of Wolverine instead of like we get Wolverine ten years after he's gotten adamantium put in his body. Like, I want to see like the building blocks of like where they like them finding Wolverine, like them searching for the perfect for this program. And then them, them finding Wolverine, almost like they did with Captain America. Like we need the right candidate for this program. And then them searching out for who that could be and seeing, you know, Logan as like, Oh man, this dude is perfect for the role. And like that going through that and, and what that all means. And like him breaking out of the facility in Canada and all that stuff. Like, I think that would be an awesome building block of the movie. Yeah, and, that'd be amazing. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it's going to be anytime soon, but in yeah, a couple years no. from now, like, that'd be awesome. Yeah, because I'm hearing uh, the rumors that are kind of circling out there right now around the mutants is that it's going to so focus on the original five, which to me makes me so fucking happy. If it's sure. going to be Iceman and Beast and Angel and Cyclops and Jean Grey, like if, if that's the way we're starting, that would seriously make me so happy. Like, they need to do something different, right? Like, I agree. They can't do what Fox did, so no. they need to start. They need to differentiate in a big way. Exactly. Yeah. So where do you start, and in, in, in where, and how do you do it that would make it different and original and interesting? And I think that's the perfect spot. Is like me too. I hate Kelsey Grammer's Beast, so like I'm stoked to see a different take on Beast. Um, Angel was never done right. Did you like Nicholas Holt though? Because I didn't mind Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt was way better than Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, he was. I agree. Um, I mean, I don't think they're going to keep the act. Like, I don't think they'll keep Nicholas Holt as. Oh, I don't either. I don't either. No, I think they'll go. um, I think they'll go young for all of them, so that way they can grab the roles. Same. I think they're going to want to cast like young twenty, twenty-five year old people for these roles. So that they can, you know, set them for the next ten to fifteen years of, of mm-hmm. these characters. Like anybody that signs on for the next X Men movie, it's going to be, you know, like a five six movie deal. So yes, I agree. I mean, they're looking at the rest of well, the next ten fifteen years of their career. Yeah, they're pretty committed part. at this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Once you sign in for something like this, you're kind of. But that's what we need, right? Like that's the biggest problem with DC is like I was reading an article today about how DC is basically said more or less that they're rebooting the entire DCEU again because they're not happy with where it is. They're not happy with how it's gone. They're not committing to Zack Snyder's vision of where they were building towards. So now they're looking at like, okay, we're going to keep Aquaman and Wonder Woman going, but, and they are going to do a flash movie apparently, but like we're obviously redoing Batman, but like in flashpoint, uh, ben Affleck's Batman's going to be there, 
so on and so forth. Like they don't really know what they're doing, and none of these actors are signed on long term. So yeah. it's like yeah. they don't. How do you build a movie if, like, say Ben Affleck just goes, "Oh, well, I'm done after this," and then you're like, "Okay, well, we have to recast Batman for the third time in ten years." It's the like, thing it is, is, look at look at Affleck as Batman. Don't get me wrong; I liked him as I thought. Like, I thought he looked cool. I didn't really. Like I think he makes Batman, a great Bruce Wayne. I thought he just looked imposing. I thought this his suit, but the mix between his suit and how like his stature and his chin, like he's got that chin. Yeah, and it just I, I mean, thought he looked good. I'm not gonna say he's not Batman, but I'm gonna say he makes a way better Bruce Wayne to me than he does Batman. Like, I I think he's my least favorite Batman overall. Um. He does make an imposing Batman, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't see it. Like, I don't know. It, it just, it doesn't work for me. And like, I like, I'm not a bad, I'm not really a Batman fan. It's just like, yeah. and again, like I couldn't ever even rank them because I just couldn't sure. ever think. Right. I mean, but like, I like Christopher <laughs> Nolan's Batmans. I like that yeah. character, but of all the suits, I think those are the ones I like the least. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, they look Christian like Bale played it as a realistic character, right? Where, like, if you go back to George Clooney's Batman, it's 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 a, a cartoony, comic booky child's movie. Like, right, it does, yeah. it's hey, I need to compare to, these two things because, like, they're so drastically different. But especially when you look at them side by side, like stylistically, right? Like, yeah, I mean, like Tim Burton's Batman was a very gothic take on yep. it, and. And and Christopher Nolan's was very realistic, so it's like they're they're different takes and they're different tones, and yeah, it's very hard to compare and, and contrast. But um, I love Christian Bale's Batman. I think his voice is kind of meh when he's yeah. Batman, but Same. like I like the idea of like him having to change his voice to differentiate himself from uh, Bruce Wayne, and like obviously the Zack Snyder version of of Ben Affleck's Batman kind of took that to a different level with like mm-hmm. the voice changing built kind of built into his suit. But um yeah, I I, I I like I said, I like Ben Affleck as an actor. I think he's a great actor. I think he's an awesome director. I would have loved to see his version of like his director version of Batman. Like him directing himself in that role. Like the town is I think one of my favorite movies in the last fifteen years. I don't know if I've and, seen it. Oh you gotta watch that movie. It's awesome. But um Ben Affleck being in that movie is like it's great, but he directed it and it's it's incredible. But like I want Ben Affleck to direct more movies as much as humanly possible because I think he's a fantastic director. But um, they're not going that road. Like I, all these people saying like give us Zack Snyder's version of of the DC universe is just like stop. Like they need a hard reset. And as much as I love Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, 1984 was terrible, but like. She's a great Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, I, I think they just need to stop and they, they need to hard reset and completely start over. I agree. Yeah. Um, I need to specify that I'm in no way saying I actually like Batman versus Superman, like uh, Ben Affleck Batman. I just think he yeah. looks the coolest. But in terms of characters, I actually think he's probably one of the worst. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, but his suit. We don't need to spend. Any, yeah, we don't need to spend any more time. I just needed to just yeah. defend myself in that because I didn't want it to come off like I was like approving. But that's Zack Snyder's strong suit, right? 
like yeah, Zack totally. Snyder is great at making things look good. Look cool, yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny because I don't know if there's any truth to this or not, but I read a thing earlier today. I can't remember where it was, comicbookmovie.com. And they basically said that of all of the people who watched that who tuned into the four hour movie, only 36% of them went all the way through the in one shot, which I thought was interesting. Look, like, I mean, when I was 20, would I have sat down and watched a four hour movie? Probably at 35, I don't have the time to sit for four hours straight generally to watch a film. Like I'm tired as fuck all the time. Yeah, yeah. especially when you work midnight, yeah. Yeah, like, I I have usually a few hours in the morning and a few hours at night, really, to watch anything. And to sit for four hours straight is just probably never going to happen. I I watched it in three, like, three sittings and, like... Did you? Yeah, like, two hours to two and a half hours is the perfect length for me. Like, I can handle that. Um when I made this podcast, like I thought in my opinion, an hour long episode is perfect. Yeah. I think if you have a long commute to work an hour works, um, people that have like hour lunch breaks at work or, or whatever can sit for an hour and, and listen to a podcast or listen to something or watch YouTube and it works perfect. Yeah. Um, I think when you go longer than an hour for a podcast, it's, you're asking a lot of people. That's a lot of time to commit. I agree. to something. So at least with podcasts, though, I can jump back to it later and stuff. It'd be different if it was a movie because, like, I'm not driving and watching a movie. Right. And that's what I mean is, like, a movie, obviously, you have to be, okay, you're at home probably unless, you know, you can watch Netflix on your phone or whatever. But if you really want to watch a big action film on a three-and-a-half-inch screen, probably not. No. Um, So, yeah, you're probably at home. You probably got, you know, a date night in or or whatever. You're sitting with your family and you're, you're you're flicking on Netflix and watching something. Do you really want to sit there for four hours and watching a film? Like, I don't know about you, but like any of my friends' wives, it's hard to get them to sit for four hours for a movie. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. That's a huge commitment. And so I I just think for the average relationship or family or or human or single person, four hours is a large commitment. And like, who's going to be able to sit that and watch that in one sitting? It's, it's, It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you there. I, I, I know. I mean, I wouldn't. I won't give any time to it. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't see a casual movie goer. Like, I feel like that movie is made for the super fans who demanded it, and nobody else. Like, I feel like no. that's literally where it ends. But that's that's my confusion with it too. Is like, if if this was his original ver- vision of the movie, um. How is this going to be released in theaters? Like, it's not. There was no way. Was that? It's. It wasn't like. Well, this wasn't the version they released in theaters. But if Zach, in an alternate universe, if Zack Snyder was the director of the of the original Justice League for the entire time, how was he going to release this in theaters? Like, if this, this is different, though, you can't of a movie. Yeah, you maybe gonna, it, you have to remember though, right? Like, this is come. This comes in at. This comes in after years of listening to people talk about what it could have been. And you know what right. I mean? Like, this is this is his vision now. This isn't the vision. Sure. Now, right? Like, but my point is, is like, 
there was no version of this movie that would have been good at any hour length. I don't disagree with you. You're preaching the choir there, but right, like he was. But set this movie up isn't fail. the same, even as the full Zack Snyder version. This movie isn't the same now as it would have been if he had his way at the beginning. There would have been different because he has all those years of like uh, perspective yeah, of. Yeah, what people have said about it, right? Well, that, and, and like, I, I think any artist, like, whether you're a musician or a director or anything, like, when when is art done? You know, like, people look at, like, music and they go, like, okay, yeah, I would keep producing that song forever if I had the opportunity, because there's always something I'm going to find my ear doesn't like in that song. I could play that, that bass part better, I could have vocally yeah. sung that better, so on and so forth, right? And... I think movie direction is the same thing as like, oh, I would have took that scene again or I would I would have changed this or I would have changed that. I wish I would have had a bigger budget, whatever the case may be, um, or a piece of even a drawing or a piece of art. Like, you know, does that piece of art need another month of, of ink on it or or whatever? Like you could pick any piece of art apart and say, like, yeah, I, I would have put like another 20 time. hours into that or six yeah. months into that or 10 years into that. And when is art done? But I look at, at his film and I go, well, no matter what you would have done to this this film that you were making, if you would have put a two-hour movie in theaters, it still wouldn't have worked. And if you would have put this four-hour version in theaters, it still wouldn't have worked. Right. So you were set up to fail regardless. There was no, no version what. of this movie that was going to come out and be widely accepted as a good movie and be widely accepted as let's continue this going. There's mm-hmm. always sure, going to be a small small pe- small group of people that go yes let's carry this on this is yeah. amazing well that's what's but, happening now right if you see what's right. happening now it's like oh my god when does this yeah. <laughs> but like at some point they got to realize like okay yes the 20,000 people on twitter saying that the Snyderverse needs to continue that's great and that's wonderful those are the hardcore fans of the of of those of those movies but those 20,000 comic Right. Those 20,000 uh, people aren't going to make a movie profitable. No, it's true. And if you're spending $200 million on the next Justice League movie, sorry, 20,000 people are going to need to see that movie 15 times to make it to make it worth yeah. it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't see where they're going with it. And I, yeah, I mean, me I thought off on a tangent, but, like, I just think... At some point, you got to call a spade a spade, and and those movies are back. You know? I I totally agree with you, <laughs> and that's why we, you need we, to have long long term contracts with these actors, is so that yep. you can build a universe and yep. and not have to worry about them bouncing on you. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, if you would have signed Ben Affleck to a six movie deal, you wouldn't be in the predicament you are now. But but kind of where I was going when I originally brought up Affleck was like. Imagine they kept going with that universe. Yeah. So in another three years, we get another Snyder movie. Sure. Man, Ben Affleck's like fucking 60. <laughs> like, like, no, I agree with you. And like, <laughs> I, I mean, despite all his like problems outside of his acting career, like, I don't think that he at any point would have signed on for this franchise if he would have known that at 60 years old, he was going to still have to play Batman. Yeah, I know. I think he's the only not way 60, to get... But he's definitely getting close, right? Like, he's well, I think he's like probably 50 or 50s. 50s. Yeah, yeah, I would say he's in his early 50s. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. 
I, I, I can't check it on Twitter. Ben Affleck. Let's see what my watch says. Ben Affleck is 48 years old. 48 years okay. old. So there you go. So, so let's say he made Justice League at 45. I don't know. I can't. I don't know time anymore. Um, <laughs> say, say he even made it at 45. If you're signing a five picture deal, at yeah. least looking at 10 years, probably yeah, more easily. Five pictures right. easily. So he's 55 to 60 by the time that fifth movie comes out. He's not going to yeah. want to spend the next 15 years of his career Getting doing that movie. He never find that deal. It'll be like Jennifer Lawrence when she didn't want to do Mystique anymore. She's like, I don't want to be blue anymore. Just make me Jennifer Lawrence. It's like, oh, Jesus but, Christ. But lady. can you blame her? Like, no, but then why do you sign up for a player? We don't need to talk I about I totally this agree with you, but like, at some point... At some point, I agree with you. Like, I don't want to sit in a chair for six hours before I go go on set and get painted. Yeah. Well, the way I kind of look at it, it's like being like, okay, I was cast to play King Kong, but I don't really want to wear, I don't want to look like a monkey. Like, I look better like this. So, like. Dude, I get what you're saying, but, like, <laughs> in that situation, they have, like, you know, you can be in those those uh, ball costumes where they can track you and everything through CGI, I know like you're that. not you're not sitting through twelve hours of makeup to, yeah, to I, get I get, I get that, but if like it would be different if it was Rebecca Romaine saying it, going in and not knowing what she was getting into. Right. But it's not like Jennifer Lawrence didn't know what came with that role. Like, I totally agree with you, but sorry, like I, I don't sympathize. Like, hey, I'm going to sign on for this thing, a multi picture thing, and the previous person that played it spent fifteen hours in a makeup chair. I totally agree with what you're saying, but, like, I also look at it as, like, I look at, like, a football player, right? Like, a football player comes into the NFL, you've trained your entire life to get into the NFL. Yeah. And you sit down for the, you you, you get into the NFL and you sign a uh, your first contract for, let's say, four years and $80 million. And you take a beating during those four years and... You know, you've you've gotten injuries, you've you've got bruises, you've got pain, you've gone through you know rehab for injuries, so on and so forth. After those four four years of that contract, in my opinion, I would bounce. Yeah, I I, I made eighty million dollars for those four years. I'm retiring. I'm twenty six yeah. years old, and I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And and like I totally get from an actor standpoint is like, listen, I I signed this contract, and like at the time, this made sense for my life. Yeah, I'm four, four, five, ten years older now, and I have a family at home. I don't want to spend my life sitting in a chair getting painted blue when I have a daughter or son at home that I could be spending six hours more a day with. I get that, but then leave. Like, <laughs> no, and that's what I'm saying. Is like yeah, I can see the standpoint of being like I'm done with this. Like I don't want to do this anymore. I wouldn't have lost respect for her if. Because that that was the thing that really... I mean, I was never a huge fan of her anyways, but then when I saw... When I heard all about that, I was like, that pissed me off. I'm like, look, if you don't want to be painted blue anymore, then you just fucking bounce. Like, I mean, I know there's contract things, and I'm sure that certain things that would prevent that, but I'm sure they could have made it work for her. She's a big enough star that if she wanted to be written out, she could have been. But like, why why keep coming back? I'd say, A, because she wants that next contract with her next movie career whatever the next movie thing is she doesn't want to jeopardize that with yeah, then you whatever. gotta weigh the options <laughs> sure and I, I, i'm on your i'm on your side like there's nothing on this earth where you could pay me a hundred million dollars for it and i'd be like no i'm not doing that 
Name it. Really? I will do. I will kill a man for a hundred million dollars. <laughs> it's out there, everybody. <laughs> I don't care. I there's literally nothing you could get me not to do for a hundred million dollars. That's funny. Like what's up, BC Sasquatch? It, I it's a hundred million dollars. <laughs> it's a hundred yeah. million dollars. I know. I know. I know. I know. If it was like if it was ten grand, then sure, a hundred million dollars. You know. It's hard because, like, to me, somebody who has an issue with not being able to move, like, I'd have a pretty hard time sitting in a makeup chair for 15 hours or 12 hours. I wouldn't right. be able to do that. So I would never take the job. <laughs> right. But, like, you're also somebody that sat for hours at a time getting tattooed. That's true. But I said I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to do that. I could get tattooed, but I wouldn't be able to. But But that's what I'm saying is, like, Maybe you think at the time you go, yeah, I can do that. You sign yeah. the contract, and then five years down the line, you go, I can't do this. You know, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we spend more like, time than I would like to on on girl, whatever her name is, Jenna, Jessica <laughs> Roberts, Jessica girl, Jennifer Lawrence. That's it. <laughs> Jessica Roberts. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> You have the memory of a carrot, man. Ah, that's good. <laughs> it's Rob uh, Schneider as a carrot. <laughs> oh, I'm a carrot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, that's so funny. So we should uh, talk more about because we kind of spun off of winter, we spun off of uh, Bucky Bucky Bird a little bit. Yeah. Is there anything else we wanted to speak about on that? Where are we well, at? Uh, yeah, I want I want to talk about the ending. Yeah, we didn't even bring that up. We kind of fucking bailed at like the 15 minute mark. <laughs> oh, we got like halfway through. And then it became a hate fest on the Snyder Cut Listen, and Jennifer and Jessica Roberts. If you want a professional podcast, go find fucking Joe Rogan's podcast. I'm no, not that, that guy. He was saying okay. some crazy shit the other day or something, wasn't he? Oh, I don't know. He's always saying crazy shit. That's a good point. He's a millionaire. He doesn't care what he has to say on, on a podcast. He's doing that's also it. Good point. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Um, yeah, so but that ends. Yeah. We get, we get what's-her-face from Wakanda. Yeah, um, Ao. Ao. And, you know, she drops in, obviously, because they freed Zemo, and she, he killed the king of Wakanda. So, you know. Um, oh, she's out. She's going to be a little bit upset that he's released. Um, also, they did a lot of favors for the Winter Soldier and got him unbrainwashed. So yeah. I feel like they're probably feeling a little bit betrayed. Um, mm -hmm. I like where this is going. I did not okay. expect Wakanda to have anything to do with this, mostly just because of of Chadwick Boseman dying and stuff. Yeah. I did not think they were gonna be ready to bring in Wakanda and and the whole Black Panther vibe into the show until they had a set idea of what they were doing with that franchise. So the fact that we get Wakanda coming in, I think is only gonna make the next episode even better. Me too. It's funny though, as soon as I saw the little bead, I was like is that one of those Wakandan beads? That's what I thought too. Yeah. And then he gets out the other one, and I'm like, "Those are fucking Wakanda beads." I thought it was going to be a Koye, though. The main, I, Dora, I mean, but yeah, I I didn't know where they were going to head exactly with it, but like the fact that 
they're definitely going to play a role in these next few episodes is awesome. Like, I think, I mean, I'm hoping that they set up Black Panther 2 somehow through this. That'd be sweet. Honestly, but like, this goes right back to what I was talking, I've been saying since we were talking about WandaVision is like, because we're getting so many more new IPs with the, with the MCU, like new superheroes and stuff like that. Like, I feel like it's going to be all the more normal. You're just suddenly watching this and all of a sudden this movie walks in and now it's a part of it. And it's like, it's going to, it's starting to feel a lot like the comic books. And it's like, those are the kind of things about the comic books when I was a kid that I loved. That's what got me into new heroes, right? When Spider-Man went all of a sudden team up with Deathlock or with somebody crazy who like, I had no idea who the fuck they were. And it's just like, I I get to learn about those characters because they're with my favorite characters. Right. It's a science story. It's a big story, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's awesome. It gets you involved in those characters' arcs, and maybe you're not a huge, whatever, Black Panther fan, or 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 aren't familiar with those characters, and it makes you seek out that that information and and get more familiar with those characters, and especially if you like what they did in the next episode, let's say, like you know, Wakanda plays a huge role in that. You're gonna you're gonna be that much more interested in going. Oh yeah, I haven't watched that Black Panther movie in a while. I'm gonna go check that out again, or. I'm gonna read the comics more and get it more involved in that and those characters. Yeah, and the character, yeah, 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 and I think that's awesome for the for the universe. Like, I can't wait to see what they build towards by the end of the series. And I, I mean, it leads into Loki, but you know, them having maybe three different sides of this coin, basically, of like. Hey, we did the WandaVision arc, and now we're doing the, the Falcon and Winter Soldier arc, and then the Loki arc, and that's going to cover all three different sides, and we're going to get yep. side characters involved in all three of those universes, and that's all going to build towards the next phase or the next yep. thing. It's awesome. All those breadcrumbs. Yes. Just throwing them out. Exactly. It's got it's, it's opening a bag of Skittles and letting it spread throughout the room, you know? Taste the rainbow, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. I like that. That that's that's the new motto for this podcast. Taste the rainbow, Taste bitch. Taste the rainbow, bitch. <laughs> we smell Apple podcast, sauce, bitch. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I love, I loved it. Yeah, me too. I thought it was a really fucking good episode. It was funny because like Kate's more into like the story side. She does not give a shit about action at all. And I remember at one point when Sharon Carter started beating the shit out of all the bounty hunters in the little thing with all the cart yeah. things or whatever i'm like honey you're missing sharon carter whoop some fucking ass and she's like this episode's boring i'm like are you fucking serious like oh my god <laughs> polar opposites <laughs> but it's funny because like she's the kind of person who will like watch vikings you ever watch vikings she's like no. obsessed with it she loves it but she'll fast forward all the fights all of them like she doesn't care about the fight she cares oh. about like this is like you know warrior stuff, right? She carries yeah. out like the the like you know the drama, uh, the drama. But like she also cares about like all of like the plotting and like plotting yeah. against the enemies, like old school ways where you'd have to like sneak up on them and like come. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah, but she but loves, as like, soon as uh, everyone starts slaughtering each other, she's like yeah. But she <laughs> loves like English history and stuff like that. Like she that's, does. Yeah, she that's does. that's her thing. Like. For me, like I've I've always been about like the more violent the better. I I, I love over the you top violence. You need to watch Invincible. 
I, I was going to allude to this because I know you've watched it, and I'm sure people want to maybe hear our opinions on it. I haven't watched it, but Matt, speak about it. Invincible is fucking amazing. If you haven't, if you haven't watched it, so Ryan really doesn't like uh, cartoony stuff, so I mean, it's really hard for him to get into it. And I have to say that, like, even though I don't mind cartoon stuff, I don't love it generally speaking. But like, usually if it's intriguing enough to me, I can get into it. But, like, with this one, it's, like, I think if they would have put off the kind of spoiler, I'm not going to spoil it because I don't want to ruin it, but, like, in the first episode, about maybe not halfway, probably about, they're about 45-minute episodes, so I think about the 30, 32 or 33-minute mark, maybe, or something like that, it kind of ends and the credits start coming on, and then afterwards, this thing happens where, like, apparently in the comic books, they let it go for, like, seven or eight issues or something like that but this one it kind of happens right away and like i'm so glad it did because like at first thing i was just like oh it's cool but like it's just kind of like it's not like anything i haven't seen before right it's kind of like you've got the guardians of the globe and it's basically like the justice league there's a fish man there's a super strong guy there's a speedster there's you know what i mean i got everyone accounted for right and then once you get to the end it's like the whole everything changes and it's just like graphic violence you know people like being like slammed on the ground and like teeth and shit are flying like it's just fucking insane right and it's just after that i'm like holy fuck and then they kind of set up the dynamic for like kind of it doesn't really say what's like where it's going but it kind of nods you in the direction of what ultimately is going to have to happen between like uh, you know, this one, it, it, it focuses around a kid who basically gets his superpowers. His dad's a super being from another planet. And like, he basically, he keeps saying like, one day you're just going to get your powers. And that's just kind of how it is. Right. And uh, it, it kind of starts where like in a point where he's, you know, 18 or something and he's pissed that he hasn't got his powers yet. And then all of a sudden he gets them when he's working one day, he throws a garbage bag to China or something like that. And then, uh, <laughs> And then, yeah, it's just, like, it kind of takes off from there, right? And it's, like, the dad's trying to teach the son, like, how to be a superhero. And he kind of, like, has some tough love times with him. And he, like, you know, beats him up a little bit, right? To kind of be, like, man, you have to be willing to, like, kind of take a beating. You know, that's kind of part of the job, right? But, like, that twist in that first episode is just, it's fucking, it's amazing. Like, it sold me on it. And now it's just, like, I want to see where they go from there, so... Really good. My question is though is wouldn't this all be better live action? They're doing a live action one too, apparently. Apparently Seth Rogan and um what's his writing partner there? Kevin Goldsberg. Uh, yeah. So apparently they're working on and uh, not not connected, apparently. But yeah, like th- that's my always my like thing with animated stuff is like okay, that was really cool. I would love to see it live action. Well, and, I don't know if they'll be able to pull off. I mean, they may be able to, but like, I don't know if they'll be able to pull off what we see in this in live action because it's it pretty gruesome. But um, but like, I mean, I don't know, maybe. But it's pretty I awesome. think you can get away pretty much anything if you if you rated R. Oh, um, I, I didn't necessarily mean it in terms of like what you're seeing, more just in like how I, I don't know how you would execute something, some of this stuff, especially because some of the characters are like. They'd have to pretty much be full CGI too. I I don't know. I mean, you probably could. I don't know. But yeah, well, I don't know, I don't know anything great, about it. I'm, I'm a dumb fat idiot on the internet. But 
You should well, check it out. Should, you should just watch the first episode. If you'll if you don't feel it by the first episode, at least right. you get to see a good gory scene. <laughs> this is a moose milk guarantee. By the next episode, I will have watched the first episode of Invincible, and if I enjoyed yeah. it, I will catch up and I will watch all four or five episodes, whatever the hell's out. Because they do it on Fridays too, so that could be a, the second round for a little bit. We could talk about that if you get into it. But like I said, at least watch the first one because like, you can at least see a pretty good ass whooping. I will find an hour in the next seven days to watch at least one episode. I guarantee it. That's All a right. new smell. Um, <laughs> one thing I want to say too before we run out of time is if anybody has not watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It is now on TV Plus. I saw that. I'm going to actually start when I start customizing again. I'm going to be watching it. So the first eight seasons are on Disney Plus. Um, How many there are, is there? There's a lot though, right? Like 15. There's 15 seasons, I think. Um, most of the seasons are 10 episodes. The early seasons are like, I think 14 or 16, but it mostly gets into a rhythm after I think season five or six that it's mostly 10 episode seasons um so it's not like overly long the episodes are 20 minutes long so you're not it's not a huge yeah. time commitment it's I the best wait. sitcom ever made um probably well up there with curb your enthusiasm and and seinfeld and the office so like if you're a fan of any of those and you have not watched always sunny in philadelphia one thousand percent if you've been watching falcon you have a subscription go on disney plus and watch always sunny in philadelphia because it's very, very, very well done. I, it may only apply to Canadian people. I think it's oh, yeah. on a right. streaming, streaming service in the U.S. I'm not positive on that. but um, I'm happy we finally got it, though. Yeah, I mean, past season eight is awesome. Like, I, I, I hope that they keep putting on the newer seasons as, as time goes on, but... It's definitely one of the best sitcoms ever made, and I, I can't recommend it enough. So Yeah, all the stuff uh, I've seen from it have been curated. So, like, you put together a little playlist for me one day when I yeah. was going to visit you, and then we did that. And then, so, like, that. And then I started watching a bunch of it with my father-in-law, like, a few weeks ago. We just put it on in the yeah. afternoon. We were just chilling. We watched about, like, eight episodes or something, but... Yeah, it's. Uh, I think the first season is probably the weakest season, although there is yeah. like some very funny yeah, moments. Yeah. But um, season two, like they introduce Danny DeVito's character, and that's so where funny. like the show really starts picking up. So, um, stick stick through the first season. I think it's only six episodes. The first season, um, but it, it's it, it's a standout sitcom. I can't recommend it enough. And yeah. uh, the fact that it's on Disney Plus is incredible to me because it's the most adult fucked up sitcom well, it's on star yeah it was yeah it's on star but i mean the fact that disney allowed it to be on their service says sure. a lot um it's it's phenomenal and i i i, I highly recommend it you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna piss your pants laughing yeah that's great i can't wait yeah. i can't wait to catch into get into it yeah so, sure, for sure. But I have to wait until I start customizing. I tried to watch something the other night while I was working on shelves. It's like, what am I even doing? I'm literally in the shelf. Like, I can't yeah. can't watch anything. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot, podcasts. Of, a lot of sight gags and stuff like that where you definitely have to kind of pay attention to it. Yeah. So, um, It's kind of similar to The Office in a way where, yeah. like, there's a lot of stuff going on in the episode where, yeah, you can hear funny lines here and there, but like you got to kind of pay attention to it. But yeah, you got to catch those parts, right? Because they come back later, and it, it's 
It definitely reminds me of like me and my friends hanging out if we owned a bar. The shenanigans we would get into, and I mean, it's a lot more like obviously perverse and like fucked up than like anything a normal person would do. But yeah. like, it's those kind of conversations you have in your group of friends that like the show just absolutely epitomizes. Is is like it's so well done. So if you're a fan of of good comedy, a thousand percent, you need to get on the show. There you have it. I'm gonna be doing that myself. So there you go. Hey, do you think? Uh, do you think when uh, what's his name, the new Captain America, finally takes the serum, which he's definitely there's no way he's not going to. He's definitely going to. Yeah. Do you think um, his partner there will join him? Because I kind of got a little bit of a vibe when they were talking in the hall about going like kind of off book that he wasn't really feeling that. Did you get that vibe too, or no? I did, but I. I... I think there could be a divide there too. Like, yeah. it's it's hard to say where they're gonna go with it, but mm. I think I definitely think he's taking the serum. Don't get me wrong, but like, yeah. I don't know where the where the end game of that character is. Like, if by the end of the series he's gonna be like dead or in prison or like what exactly is going to happen? I definitely he's think be by U.S. The agent. Story, what's that? He's gonna be U.S. agent. That's what I think. He's gonna end up being yeah. the character he actually is. Sam's yeah. gonna end up being Cap. Like he better be. I I, I don't be. I don't know how you could possibly end the series and not have he's Sam as Cap. They're already they're already sowing those seeds. Like a yeah, bit, right. Like I definitely I want to see a next the next Captain America movie with Sam as Captain America. Like I think that would be awesome. I'd love to see it in him and Bucky though, because I fucking really love that dynamic, man. They're see, just so like, fucking great. They're so good. I agree, and I think like that should be the 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 cap sidekick relationship is yeah is it was you know Steve and and, and, Buck, and Steve and Sam and now I want it to be Sam and Bucky like yeah um, I think I, does your microphone go weird I can't tell if it's just on my earphone or I don't know I don't think so I'm just using my phone oh weird we only have two minutes left so this I know. Is definitely I hope that when you listen to it, you can hear Ryan the Cyborg Man. <laughs> My dog was barking at somebody outside, so. Woof, 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 woof. <laughs> you made him bark. I hope, I hope that I'm not the only one hearing this because I don't feel silly, but I don't actually care because I'm high. So. I, think it's, I think it's your earphones. It could be. Totally it could be. Um, and maybe it'll correct itself. But before we run out of time, I just I want to thank everybody for watching and uh, definitely give them a follow follow on Instagram at Castle Um He always appreciates new followers. See some of his awesome stuff that he's doing over there. He's, he's lying. He's lying. He appreciates the follows more than me. I don't even notice. They just kind of happen. <laughs> Somebody was once said to me, they're like, "Hey man, did you see I started following you?" I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I, there, I, I, there's no way I can keep track of that stuff. It just moves. I lose, yeah. I lose like eighty a day, and I gain a hundred. <laughs> well, if we all could be that popular, I know, right? I would say I don't even have any idea how it got to this level. Beats me. <laughs> well, you're extremely good at what you do. And- people will appreciate it's not that. the same because even my people who I love they don't even have nearly as much as me not even close 
but they're well, way better. I appreciate what you do. Hey, your I voice think is you're very good at what you do. I say everybody should go follow Matt, and if oh, you have the opportunity, follow a second person that day. Come follow me over here or on YouTube. And, you know, maybe sign up your grandma. Make you know, you got a two-year-old that has a YouTube account. Sign them up too. I mean, you don't have to watch. Just become a follower. I don't care. But 